Yeah, so looking at day three, hopefully Altior's done the business, so the bank account's looking good, plus the Willie Mullins apparently good things beat, so we're all looking pretty. Plus but, champ. Yeah, champ as well. This is maybe we'll all be millionaires looking at this. Maybe you know? we'll see. So looking first, one we're going to look at, we're going to look at the marsh, and we're going to start with lucky loaders. Yeah, the marsh. Quite an interesting race. I think this could be the best novice chase out of the three, um, or the three grade ones. It, it's going to be interesting to see what does line up here because this is where like your Arkham types and the RSA types they might mingle in here. You're going to have the likes of Itchy Feet. I think it's got a great chance. Finished, um, I think, second or third in the Supreme last year. He's going to have a live chance. Uh, was Ollie Murphy's first grade one win um, in the City Isles, which was a pathway won by Deffy Desoy last year. Um, Sam Crow, who knows? Mr. Fisher would be an interesting contender. Melon could be an interesting contender, potentially. We don't really know how this race is going to line up, but if I had to play one now, I think I think Itchy Feet is Ollie Murphy's best chance of a Cheltenham Festival winner th this year. I don't think he'll have a winner. Ooh. Fighting top already, yeah. early for that. I mean, again, I wouldn't have it with your money, I wouldn't have it with counterfeit money. Um, <laughs> because he's up against horses that are proven. It's a race, really, you've got to wait until the Wednesday before you know what's in it. So. It's not. It's a, it's a no bit race for me on that basis, but um, I take your point. But I, I couldn't be with your feet, and also I'm not too sure what the ground would be like by then either. Um, I think it's quite versatile. Possibly, but I. I mean, I can tell your point for Mitchy feet because you you know it's going to go for this race, but there are a number of horses that will go for this race um, that are top notch. Top not top notch. No, but, no. Yeah, you He's know a bit I mean. old now. Yeah, exactly. Top notch in terms of uh, caliber. That may not run in other races. Fahim, for example. No, yeah, Fahim. Well, Fahim will either win or come nowhere and be pulled yeah. up. But he would be a great story. If you yeah, that would be it. great. And there are. This is back to the argument of, you know, horses don't um, trainers don't go for races because of the prestige of the race. They go for races where they think they can win. And this is a race where trainers will think they can put their horses in to win. And this might actually be quite a competitive race because there might be a number in there. That will take the, you know, like the Sam Crows, the Fahins, and other horses. So, for me, it's an it's an open race, but I wouldn't be with Itchy Feet. Okay, nine to two Itchy Feet. Um, I would actually be against Itchy Feet, but as I say, I agree with Pete. It's a non-betting event for me. Would be interesting. Would be great for see for Fahin run and do the business, but a non-betting event. <laughs> Moving on to the next big race, the Ryanair, Peter. What are we looking for here? Um, well, maybe you should speak to Chris about the Ryanair because, again, I've got no opinion on it really. Because okay. I, I think you're keeping the gun powder dry. Well, you got thrown on this race, haven't you? Yeah, he won it last year. Yeah, he won it last year. Um, the Venetia Williams runner, Aso. Yeah. Um, I don't know what price that is, but that would have been laid out for this race, and and up until the last last year. It was going to be fine on a good race. I don't know what the weight differential between the two is this year, but um, I, I don't even know what price it is. But I, I would. It'll be, be that. double figure. He's not done that well this season. No, but they but gave him a chance in the King George, yeah. where he get he was had surname. Yeah, um, but then kept jumping to the left. If I'm yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So a big price. I'd 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 I'd, I'd go for that. But again, this is a race where you've got the, the a lot of. Um, well-known horses will come up against each other. This is going to be England versus Ireland in the best female jockey department. This is going to be Bryony Frost versus Rachel Blackmore. A Plutar 
will probably go here rather than the champion chase. He absolutely tore the field up last year with his novice handicap chase win, which is now the Northern Trust instead of the Close Brothers. He won very well um, to beat Chaque and Poursoir uh, at, at Leopard's Town at Christmas. Uh, if it's on the soft side, he's got a great chance. But for me, I'm going for Brani. I think Frodon, I think he had a bit of a difficult start to his campaign this year. He ran a peculiar race at Aintree when they took out all the fences. I don't know if you remember yeah. that with uh, the low sun and it turned into a sprint race more but his asset is his jumping and he's a brilliant jumper and um, Cheltenham is his course as well before the Ryanair he'd been winning some top handicaps under Bryony she knows him like the back of her hand and if he it, it'd be interesting to see how the pace lines up but we know Frodon will be up there it's going to be handy he, he, if something does take him on it might get him out of his comfort zone but he ran a, after his Haydock run, Paul Nichols revealed that he had ulcers and that was the excuse for why he, he kind of flopped. But then he came back to form at Kempton, he ran a nice race, apparently he's come on for it, Nichols is really happy with him. And even though it is hard at the, at the Cheltenham Festival to win consecutive races, which we'll probably talk about later with our boom photo, um, I, I think I think Frodon's got as good a chance as any of defending his crown. Do you think, you think he's overpriced at 5-1 to one in comparison no, I, to I, Min, 11-4? to four? Do you Min, think Min can't have, I think he's, I know he, I think he's better on a flat track. Never, never won at Cheltenham either. No, he's run well at Cheltenham. He yeah. finished second in the Supreme I was and on. he finished second <laughs> in the uh, Champion Chase to Altior. He's been one of those horses that are nearly horse. He reminded everyone how good he can be at Aintree last year when Ruby gave him a brilliant ride from the front. But for me, Min, I think that race would have... Both Shakan and Min in that race at Leopard's Town, avoid them both. They both had a hard race. I think that's something that can be underestimated. Sometimes we think the horse, even though it only ran a month ago, it probably might have run up to its ability. You look at the likes of Surname, Lost in Translation, gone off the boil from their early season form. You're going to be wanting horses fresh into this, Frodon and Aplutard. I've had the, the break in between, and if I have to go for one, I'm just going to go for Frodon because I think if it came to stamina, he just edges it for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, the second last year, if he's a big prize, which I think it will be each way, if the mud's flying, I think also a, a, a big prize will run a good race. I think after listening to you guys, I think Min, the bang angle I would take would be Lehman and back Frodon. That'd be the way to go. At the prices, I think I think there's a bit of value in Frodon at the price. And moving on to the next big race, the stairs. Peter, what are we looking for here? We're looking for some each way here. I think Paisley Park will probably win. I think, I think it could be short in the day. Two is on? Possibly. I, mean, I can't remember what price it was last year. He, he was about 11 to 8. He wasn't quite odds on. He was about 11 to 8 favourite, I believe. Really, yeah. Year. But I remember last year, he was coming up... Yeah. He, you know, even though he'd won all the top races, yeah. there was still that question mark with, with a trainer like Emily. I think if he'd been with like Nichols, Mullins, the top, the top of the top, he would have been odds on, but because it's Emma Lavelle, yeah, yeah. It's it, question that's why it's 11 to 8. And I think now Emma Lavelle's proved that she can, she's a very good trainer. She had a brilliant yeah. last couple of seasons. She's got some really good talent on her hands. Jurassic I, Counter. Yeah, I mean, I think um, Paisley Park will win, but I think the one each way is the one that finished second last time, Somerville Boy. 
if it if it if it can eradicate those mistakes over the last two or three hurdles, which it tends to do, you got to remember it's one one at Cheltenham, I and mean, then he won one in the supreme hurdle uh, a couple of years ago, didn't it? And I think it gave it a really good race last time. That's actually my selection. I, I think if some of old boy can get the fractions right, Pacey Park is a flat spot. Neck a couple of lengths at the right time and just hold on. That that would be my yeah. Approach. It's just those worries of you know hoping it's low sun and they take the last hurdle out. Um, because I think I think when it comes under pressure, it, it does make the odd mistake and it certainly did last time. Last two hurdles, it made the mistake. But I think it's a for me it's ahead of horses like Epitom who, who won well at Haydock, but I think it's below this class. Then you've got horses like Penn Hill and. I suspect Picardi's about this race. Um, I think a good angle to look at is would rather be on Somerville Boy around 14s or Paisley Park each way or yeah. Paisley Park 46, 47. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Somerville Boy each way. Yeah, I think if you gave me, if you said to me, what is your each way bet of the, of the um, festival, Somerville Boy for me, if it is 14s, then yeah, I think that's a, a cracking each way bet because I think cool suit, scramble suit, and it will be up there and it will give Paisley Park a run like it did last time. It's that flat spot. It's a question mark to me to stop me tanking Paisley Park. And it, it reminds me a lot, a lot of Big Bucks. You know, under pressure, he just keeps finding it. Yeah, they've all got Big Bucks down over the Yeah, he's love comparisons to Big Bucks, doesn't yeah. he? For me, Paisley, obviously, he's the one they've got to beat. I thought, actually, on the, the, la the last day in the Cleve, I don't think he was at his best. And... Emma Lavelle is concerned when the ground gets on the testing side. You might remember he was due to defend his crown in the long walk at Ascot just before Christmas. Got withdrawn because of the ground. Um, but again, if the forecast is what it says as, at the time of recording and it dries out a little bit, won't be a worry for him. Uh, I agree with Pete with Somerville Boy. I think he's got every chance of making the frame. The one for the tricast. Are we going for the tricast here, boys? I think, like, like, like I think I've, identi <laughs> I've identified one here at 50 to 1, and he's an old nemesis of Paisley Park. He kept finishing second to him a couple of times, and that's West Approach for Colin Tizard. Now, this horse, at the start of this season, was running in handicap chases, and he did win He did win one at, um, at, at Cheltenham. He's a horse. He's a very frustrating horse. He's, he's a horse that... He's actually a half-brother to Thistlecraft, I believe, yeah. who won the stairs, so it's in the family, as it were. Um, but he's a horse that likes to be played out late, and I think he'll be ridden for place money. And he's 50 to 1 at the moment. He finished so, so not only what you're saying is, not only have we got the winner in the stairs, we've got the second and the third too. Yeah. That's a quite a chunky tri-cast combination of tri -cast. Yeah, I, I just think he's got a good chance of, if, it, if, if the others are getting tired up the straight, we know West Approach, he'll be a bridal horse, he'll probably be the best travelling horse. Can I just, say, can I just at this point, apologise for any background noise, yeah. there's quite a lot of people listening to, to our audience. Yeah, and they are now starting to listen to what we're yeah, saying. Yeah. So. Thing is, even that angle as well, you're talking about the way, the way he travels, I mean, could he potentially be an in-running trait? We've got the tri-cast, then we're going to find a back to lay as well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lay it. In-running. I wouldn't lay him at all. He's just going to let it run. Be confident, 50 to 1. Because I think he's got a very good chance of going close. I put him up at 20 to 1 in the Cleve hurdle last year, and he ran very, very well. He, he was 
the danger to Paisley turning in. And in fact, he actually looked like the winner turning yeah, in. He's very short. That's my angle for the end running treat. He's going to he, treat a lot He doesn't short. find a lot off the bridle. But yeah. what I'm saying is if a lot of top horses are tied at this point, which they were well, because it's such a stamina test, he's going to go close. You know, and, and puppy power, he knows how to ride him. He's a tactical genius, puppy is. I think mean, he's got a good chance of picking up a place. I know, I know that you love the place mark on Betfair. You love it. If you could get an additional place, would you be all over it? My sport. No, there'll be four places on the day with general firms, Betfair. There'll be there'll be an extra place, I'm sure, for this. They'll they make us all well, want some money. Why about the extra place when you've got the tire cars? That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. That's yeah. Yeah. A team of judges, you know? Yeah. But that, that'll round up day three. And I'm feeling quite confident after that. We found a 50 to 1 and a 14 to 1 each way. Found that that word value um, but yeah hopefully we can show some more profit on the day and we will get the podcast out for day four for more episodes please follow us on twitter using our handle of in the saddle pod and we're also available on facebook and instagram